0: Greetings, comrades, and welcome to the eastern border. Three things happened um, in these days. First of all, on February 29th, Vladimir Putin gave his 19th annual address to Russia's Federal Assembly. While presidential spokesperson Dmitry Peskov, well, uh, who is widely known as uh, the mustache of Putin, and he doesn't really say anything great, said that Putin would be speaking both as the head of state and as a candidate for the country's upcoming election, the address differed. Very little from Putin's other recent speeches, although it did contain new variations of the threats against the West that have, you know, become the usual and everything that we know basically here. He re repeated his longtime claims that Moscow's invasion on Ukraine is a defensive war against the aggressive West. Uh, he threatened to launch retaliatory strikes against Western countries if they attack Russian territory. Uh, by the way, I, I'm I'm seriously thinking. I and I got some information that those um, you know, those whole things about how Russia is Russia has a different nuclear strategy and how that's not like how we should be scared of that. How they're like going to use them. I think that's a leak from Russia to make us more scared, and this you know falls in line with it. I think Russia just wants wants to make sure that you know Germany doesn't give Taurus missiles, and we're all we are all, all afraid of nukes. At this point, at this point, I'm pretty sure Putin won't won't use them. That's because just you know, operating stuff because he's too busy with Navalny's you Navalny's know, funeral, which is going to be a going to be big event. So you know, that's an extra step. First, he'll eat something to the press. Now he's saying that it's a fun stuff. <laughs> at the beginning of the two-hour address, Putin insisted that, um, by the way, an absolute majority of Russians have supported the war in Ukraine from the start and continu- continues to support it. Quote, despite all the trials, the bitterness uh, of the losses, people remain steadfast in this choice. They confirm this constantly with their desire to do as much as they can for their country and for the common good. The problem is, you know, of course, all the polling data say completely otherwise. that They're tired of this war, but, um, you know, not like like Putin has ever much bothered with the truth, really. Uh, Assessing reports from European leaders that they discussed the prospect of sending troops to Ukraine at a summit this week, Putin reminded his audience of, uh, quote, the fate of those who send their forces to the territory of our country. This time he said, quote, again, the consequences for possible interventionists will be much more tragic. They must realize that we too have weapons that can hit targets on their country. Of course, you know, threatening with nukes in all possible ways. How glorious. And again, um, don't fall for those leaks, which sometimes mainstream media posts, uh, posts out there. I sometimes just don't actually quite get why Western media does what they do what they do. I mean, why would why would a lot of a uh, lot of <laughs> a lot of press say that you know we have found out secret plans to send something to Ukraine? Those plans were secret for a reason. Russia is incompetent. I don't know why why people are posting about secret plans that help that, that, that about something helping Ukraine or just falling for this of Russia's readiness to use nukes which is you know according to my sources total bluff and you know i understand that there are things out there that that you must inform your readers or listeners but um i kind of you know when washington post for example posts stuff that actively hurts ukrainian war effort that you know calls into question their kind of ethics because first and foremost i think you know you should be responsible about this at least for me as this is personal. It is what it is, you know. I want Ukraine to win first and then after I can, only then with information security I'll tell you about all the plans that I've found out. You know, I digress. Some people just don't seem to care. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, people from NewsGuard uh, apparently who were kind of raiding these sites uh, finally caught up on us and they said we're fine. They just sent me an email asking if uh, if I'm the owner. But carrying on. All of the... uh, Putin continued about this uh, attack. All of the things they're coming up with right now, all the ways they're scaring the entire world, all this carries the real conflict, the uh, real threat of a conflict involving the use of nuclear weapons, which would mean the destruction of civilization. I'm mentioning this again because if Putin loudly, loudly yells about this, you know, this ain't gonna happen. If he would say we would never use nukes at all, and that would be completely out of the question, then I would start being worried. Seriously. Putin also called for Russia, obviously, to strengthen its military presence in the western part of the country, in light of Finland's and Sweden's access, accession to NATO, accusing the alliance in, of dragging in the new members. Yeah, as if as if someone dragged them in by force. Of course, senile old old fool. At the same time, Putin dismissed speculation that Russia is preparing to launch an attack on European countries, calling it nonsense. Now that I would be worried about, you know, living here in the Baltics. I, if in case of whatever i know that i know that certain services and certain people listen to my show okay in case there's a real i mean actual real threat of us getting invaded or we just you know getting into trouble i'm i really sincerely hope that you guys who listen to my show will get me out of here somehow i know what i'm doing i'm grabbing i'm grabbing evit and going straight to u.s embassy or or the Dutch embassy or Canadian embassy. I think it's going to be the U.S. embassy. Although I think you know I might be listened to in other other things. But um, most likely I'll just go to the United States embassy because um, yeah. And then then hopefully from there something could be figured out. Because that part that part is now scaring me. Also, he denied that Moscow plans to deploy nuclear weapons in space, saying that these uh, claims are a hoax meant to pressure Russia into making a deal favorable favorable, favorable to Washington in the lead up to elections. Now, about space, now, he won't put nukes into space. That would be stupid. I mean, the Roscosmos can't, bear, can't launch, launch many things up there. Their failure rate is huge. What are they going to do? Launch up something from Baikonur with nukes there? How are they going to get them there? No nukes in space. They're going to try, try to all these, all these senses. Now, attacking European countries? Maybe. Maybe not depending on how much equipment we give to Ukraine. If we give everything to Ukraine, then nothing of that is going to happen, obviously. But, you know, most of put in speech, however, is dedicated to various domestic initiatives. Uh, Of course, he said he would combat poverty, boost Russia's birth rate, improve education, provide support for for veterans. Uh, Under a new project called FAMILY, uh, he said Russia's federal government will allocate quote, no less than 75 billion rubles, which is 825 million, to FAMILY, support programs in regions with below average birth rates. And he also said, finally, that the country's minimum wage is set to nearly double, reaching 35,000 rubles. That's almost $385 per month by 2030. That's a lot of money, right? (laughs) Just just stupid. None of this is going to be done. This is just warmongering, and he just needs to look cool and everything. This, by the way, is in context with Transnistria. Yeah, this is just just weird. Uh, These guys... You know, in Transnistria, which we haven't talked about a lot, just asked, appealed to Putin, literally uh, yesterday, to protect it against pressure from Kishinyo. Quote, we resolved to appeal to the Federation Council on the state doom of the Russian Federation, requesting measures to protect Transnistria amidst increased pressure from Moldova. And all that nonsense. <laughs> just stupidity. Of course, there is no pressure there, but this is what Gidkin said always uh, in the early war—that you know there must there might be something going on there. There must there must be some plan out there. This is just so strange. If if something's going to happen there, I'll be very weirded out. And I don't think this is done by Putin. I think it's done. This is done by Transnistria, and they are feeling something. They they've been told to you know make some fuss on on the on the rear side there, to maybe, you know, pull back some, back some Ukrainian troops, but I don't think anything anything real is going to happen there. Russia has about 1,500 people, like, the military there in the region, they call them peacekeepers, N- nothing much is going on, unless there's going to be some, some ceremony there. But with all this nonsense and with Transnistria and all with, with Putin, I wanted to contrast this with another speech. See, on February 28th, the day before... The day before, Putin gave his, um, his whole speech to the address to the federal parliament. Now in his widow, Yuri Navalny addressed uh, the European parliament. Now in his team streamed her speech on YouTube. And again, there are some main points that I'd like you to know just to compare and contrast. Oh yeah, and uh, uh, again, interviews are coming as soon as I've edited them because personal issues and all that, what? so they're probably going to be on the second. She's, she described, Julia Navalny, that is, described the difficulties she's faced in trying to organize her husband's uh, funeral and burial. She said that even now she doesn't know the Russian authorities will allow the event to take place peacefully, and I'm pretty sure that they, they won't. It's going to be a massive, massive issue there. Because Putin claims everyone supports the war, and if a lot of people arrive there then Navalny's funeral, it's going to be pretty bad. Navalny clarified that she was addressing the EU Parliament to answer a question often put to her how to help in her fight she emphasized like she emphasized that innovative methods like those of her husbands are needed to combat this Kremlin regime according to navaine regular tactics are futile against putin because he's a mobster rather than a politician and with this i can 100% agree he's not a politician he truly is a mobster and he should be you know treated as such quote The political innovation here is to apply the methods of fighting organized crime to political competition. Not diplomatic notes, but investigations into financial machinations. Not statements of concern, but a search for mafia associates in your countries, for the discreet lawyers and financiers who are helping Putin and his friends to hide money. That is very true. I agree with this 100%. Navalny warned that uh, the world would be at risk at becoming indifferent to Putin's brutality. Quote, Last Saturday was two years since Putin started a full-scale war against Ukraine. A brutal, cunning, sneaky war. Whole world rushed to Ukraine's aid. But two years have passed. There's much exhaustion, much blood, much disappointment, and Putin has gone nowhere. Everything has already been used. Weapons, money, sanctions. Nothing is working. And the worst has happened. Everyone got used to the war. Here and there, people start to say, well, we're going to have an agreement with him anyway and all that nonsense. Yeah, that's the thing. Which is why I remember, or reminded you as well, uh, on the 24th, that normalization of war is not allowed by any means whatsoever. Navalny also expressed grief about her husband that he'll never see the beautiful future of the beautiful Russia the future. And uh, she said, quote, Putin must answer for what he has done to my country. Putin must answer for what he has done to our neighboring peaceful country. And Putin must answer for everything he has done to Alexei. And I agree about that. I agree about all those points, Except that, uh, except that, yeah, I really don't think that there's going to be any beautiful Russia of the future. Meanwhile, by the way, about Novaya Cemetery. Full day before uh, Navalny's burial, burial, burial Police officers began guarding the Borisovsky Cemetery where he is said to be, you know, buried. According to the Telegram channel Rus News, the authorities have already brought numerous pieces of metal fencing there. They're patrolling the area in groups 2 to 3. Surveillance cameras have been installed in every lamppost. Police squads of the reinforcements are also on duty at the nearest metro station. At the cemetery's entrance, two officers have reportedly been making visitors show their passports and explain the goal of their visit. Uh, police are inspecting people's personal items to prevent terrorist operations. It's going to be just... Uh, is stupid. Students, for example, of also on the Russian Presidential Academy of Economy and Public Administration, the around Higgs, they were told to stay away from any rallies or gatherings on Moscow on February, uh, on Moscow on February 29th or March 1st. And apparently any participation in the funeral would be an automatic expulsion. It's gonna be stupid. It's gonna be crazy, and that whole thing is gonna be a mess. And of course, I'll try to. Do my best actually pay attention to it, but yeah. Wait until sa- wait until Saturday. Right now, uh, right now we're gonna go and see Doom 2. Really want to see that movie finally and get some relaxation. If you ordered the maps and haven't paid for them or or you haven't sent us your address, please m- go to our Discord. Uh, links are available if you just scroll through Patreon or just you know uh, ask around on Patreon how to get to Discord or or just google up the eastern border discord you'll, you'll shortly find it you can get there or just you can just email me I'm talking about Patreon, please consider supporting us, this is a, you know, a rough period, my wedding is coming pretty soon and then then I'm going to try to become more of a stable person anyways we live in interesting times it's rough but uh, we'll manage oh yeah and if you paid Patreon you can just go to the easternborder.lv and click the donate button there that would be also nice or whatever ACoS gives to you because ACoS, you know, sadly doesn't pay us for ads as much as they would if, they would if we would be an American broadcaster or something. That's the kind of bad thing when you are, you know, from a small country in Latvia. But hey, we're not going to go anywhere. We're going to keep you informed. And we'll see how all this mess turns out. And, like I said, hey, if, if Putin actually decides to attack, uh, <laughs> attack anywhere near my country, then my first step is straight, just, just straight, gonna grab Evita and, and straight to, to the United States Embassy, because I am definitely on someone's shortlist. Now, that's about it for today. If you have any other solutions or ideas, and I don't know you guys are listening, if there's any real threat, keep me updated. Das the Daniel And as always, remember happiness is mandatory.